0: Hey there, and welcome to the Agency Rockstars podcast. I'm Dana Lindahl, and I'm the founder of LegendaryLeadGen.com, where we help B2B companies become authorities in their industry, set more sales appointments, and convert those appointments into more sales. We also help other agencies sell our patented process on to their own clients, and we truly believe in the value of building and creating relationships, and in that being the main driver of new sales for agencies. So. Stick around to the end of the show. We're going to be revealing how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing agency podcasts on the planet. All right, let's get straight into it.
1: All right, welcome back to the show, my friends, uh, my, my fellow rock stars. My name is Dan, and I am stoked. I am pumped. I am excited to welcome my guest today because she is a rock star. As we were talking beforehand in the green room, uh, let's call it, learn all about Gina Shrek. So, Gina, CEO of social of Social Connects, Gina Shrek, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much. I loved like just the fact that there's the word rock star there. It's like wow. I'm ready.
1: I, absolutely. When I had the opportunity to host this show, I was like, all right, I either can get on stage and try to sing and ruin people's ears
2: yeah. or I can yeah. do this
1: thing. So here I am. Anyway. I, did,
2: I did contemplate, am I going to have to sing? Do I need an instrument with me or not to be on here? So uh, well, glad to know that I don't have to have that.
1: No. And you are lucky because I don't sing. Everybody's lucky for that one. <laughs> Ask my bride. I love um, my
2: ukulele at home. <laughs>
1: oh, I do love the ukulele. So Gina, let's get into your story a little bit, if you would. Uh, I mentioned your, your agency, is Social Connects, uh, social media marketing done for you. I love that. Tell me a little bit about how you got into the agency world, if you would.
2: Well, when I was a child, I always said, I want to grow up and be a social media marketer. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, it's interesting. I started my own business 25 years ago, actually coming up on 26 years ago and quit my corporate job. I was in the recruiting industry and I was a regional sales director and I was training all of our sales and marketing teams for a five state region. And I loved the training. I loved working with our teams to help them build their sales and marketing skills. And so one day I just thought, okay, I think I want to I want to take the leap and quit my corporate job and start my own training business. So in 95, I left and started working with companies and really got kind of niched into cable for some reason, the cable industry was big here in Denver, and so I was doing a lot with their marketing teams around the country because Satellite Dish had just come out, so that was the big competitor. And I did um, marketing training and worked with all their marketing teams and their sales teams around uh, around the country and then realized that there was these new tech tools coming on the scene that, um, and I was doing a lot of speaking, and if you're a female and you're in a tech industry – it was kind of this uh, oddity. And then if you were a female in a tech industry and you could actually speak, then it was like the trifecta. So I was speaking at a lot of conferences about marketing um, back then and got hired to do their social media for them because it was new. Nobody knew what they were doing. So some hotels, uh, we got into some software companies and then cable industries, helping them And of course, when people ask me, like, can you help us actually do social media for our company? And I always said, oh, absolutely. Yes. I had no idea. Like, how was I going to do this by myself? So I would go home and go, okay, I need to find four people that I can teach to do this. And that's how our agency was born 12 years ago. Truly, I went from me trying to do it by myself to hiring people and had four women who were stay-at-home moms. And I thought... I can teach you how to use your business skills that you had in a marketing capacity. And then from there, we've just grown the agency. Um, And now we do all aspects of digital marketing. We have a graphics department and content writers and we do websites and email marketing. So it's been a lot of fun. And then, you know, we were all dispersed in the U S and I thought I would love it if we can all work together more, but I was trying to find the, the perfect space to work. And that's when I decided to, kind of jump into the co-working industry and I yeah. started a co-working business. Yeah.
1: So that's an interesting like twist to the story I think anyway. I've worked in some co-working spaces when like so my day job is with an agency who based in Florida. I live in Michigan. Um right. and we get to go down there and hang out and we have a co-working space that we rent. Yeah. What what is it about co-working spaces right now that is just so makes them so I don't, I don't know if popular is the right word, but just so, so workable and so needed.
2: Well, cause we just crave community. Number one, we just, we need community and, you know, working as a digital marketer, you know, it's like, we're, we're so isolated and it's just a, it's an industry that you work alone and you sit at home and you do the work and you, and, and what we, we found is we needed that community, um, to be able to be more creative. And so we were just thinking, oh, let's bring our marketing team together. And then it turned out when I started looking at opening a co-working space, I was like, there are so many people, whether they're businesses, like here, we have 27 offices in our coworking space here. And then we have a second one that has 19 offices. And there's some businesses, and we have an association in here, we have a title company and realtors and entrepreneurs and coaches, a couple speakers. And they they are so much more creative when they can be around other people. And, um, and I just think, especially during this time with COVID, we've never had to close our doors because people come in and go into their private office and people have said, this is my sanity. This is my sanctuary of normalcy, you know? So, so I love it. And I also look at it and say, my goal has always been helping people build their business, whether that's online or in here, we help people build their business. Yeah.
1: yeah. Nice. That's, that's amazing. Um, how, so back to the agency side of things, uh, you talked about hiring those four stay at home moms, which, which, yeah. but well, that's amazing. That's such a cool idea. It's
2: Just, such a, yeah. So, you know that. What? They all came out of corporate America where they were working somewhere and they were brilliant. They were in communications. They were in corporate marketing. One of them was in events for big companies. I was like, here they are at home with all these talents and gifts. It was a perfect, perfect move.
1: Yeah. So how, so then to go from that to where you are today, how do, how have you scaled and grown over the years? What's your secret?
2: And definitely the, the skill sets have changed. It used to be, if I could teach you how to do Facebook and back then it was like Facebook and Twitter. And now it's like, oh my gosh, we need people who can really write, who have that gift of writing and writing sales copy and writing email, you know, campaigns. And, so it's it's really changed and evolved and you know now we kind of have these four categories. We have people who are the client service management team. They just work with the clients so great communication skills, really good customer service skills. Then we have the content team and they just have to they have to be excellent writers, which I'm frightened because that is such a hard thing to find. When we interview people, we're just Horrifying sometimes. Um, And then the graphic side, it's not just about creating a pretty logo. It's can you create graphics that really are compelling in the brand colors and that tell a story. And so it's kind of got it's changed so much. And so to scale, we've had to really look at not that we're hiring a social media manager like we used to. And, and now we're saying we need, we need to know what their skill set is so we can see where they can fit in to this picture that has so many facets. Yeah. There's so, so you, many things.
1: Yeah, so many things. So you hire people who can do it better than you and let them run
2: which that's another thing. In the beginning, I had to make sure I was, I mean, I was smarter than everybody on our team in all the areas of social media. And I went to all the conferences. I listened to so many podcasts still. And I always tell our team, I better not be the smartest one here. I better not be the one coming into you going, have you guys heard of Clubhouse? And how many of you are already on there and, and playing in it? It's like, I, you know, I was one of the first ones still on Clubhouse, on our team, I was getting on their case, going, "Why am I the first one on there?" And uh, you know, when when everyone was talking TikTok, I was like, "Yeah, I'm one of those crazy moms on TikTok." But it's like you have to know how these tools are used. And now our team, it's like we need people that are smarter in those areas and just better at it. And then I've had to work as an agency owner to work myself out of the business, so I can't be on calls with the clients. Used to be, I was on every call in the old days. Now. I'm not on calls with clients. I'm, I'm running three different businesses that are very different and I'm involved enough, but I'm not in, involved in the day-to-day. So that's yeah. been hard. That was the hardest thing.
1: It, rewarding too,
2: maybe? Um, super rewarding because what, I mean, you, we all know this. We know this, but it's hard. The second you move yourself out of it, you see people flourish. Like they become so much better at what they were doing when you get out of their way and quit managing it for them. Yeah, yeah. So it's really rewarding.
1: Very cool. So let's let's talk a little bit about you. You said earlier uh, your job is to help businesses grow. That's what you saw it as. Um, let's highlight a favorite story of yours from over the years. Maybe current. Maybe back in the day that highlights a specific way that you've helped one of those clients grow. Let's talk yeah, about a win.
2: Yeah, there's a there's a couple and one um, even recently. She's a, a woman who just started a tea company, and um, and didn't just started it. it. It launched a couple of years ago, but she just was trying to do everything herself. And uh, business owners who try to do everything themselves end up just not being able to really get the strides that they would like to and be successful. And you know, coming alongside her and helping to identify. You know, let's really target who, who's your market and who can we partner with and what are the influencers that we might, might, might want to um, kind of contact and grow kind of an influencer list for her. And so we set up a whole influencer program for her. We run that. We write all her social content, do all of her marketing for her and just seeing her all of a sudden being picked up in big name retailers and she's got influencers you know, blogging about her product and it's exciting because all of a sudden she's hired three new people on her team because she's growing um and so you know products product-based businesses are really great because it's just it's exciting to see how quickly they can scale their business we do we do um work with coaches we have one right now we're in a launch phase with her so writing all of her launch material and having a person on um, her Facebook lives with her and they're answering all the questions for people Mm -hmm. so she can launch, you know, this, this coaching program. And those are always exciting too. We've, we've actually worked with software companies where when they launch new products and rollouts, we get involved and try and really ramp up their, um, the number of people who download trials, free trials, so that we can measure the results of the trials that convert into paid subscriptions of their software. And and, and and I love, to me, the exciting thing is, is when there's measurable, things you can measure. Sometimes people want us to help them just get more, you know, audience, build their audience on social media. And it's like, those are great, but it's hard to measure whether it's affecting your business unless you have metrics in place that we can see did this, I mean, hotels, we love working with hotels because usually they have systems that tie every social media post is tied to the revenue system they have. And we know which post resulted in a booking of the hotel, you know? So nice. uh, when you can measure the results, it's always more exciting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Data is so, so powerful.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: So then what about on the other side of the the wins? What are some pain points that you see in your clients that they have to overcome right now?
2: Um. I mean, right now, especially, I just find it really hard when I see people saying, you know, I'm not able to travel, so my business is hurting, or we had to close our doors. We had a a company, a cookie company, and they were just struggling, and and it was a nationwide franchise. We work with eight different franchise companies, and um, the ones that are in the food industry, super hard, but trying to come up and help them get creative. And, you know, come up with ways that you can have, you know, you could do delivery and you could do it. So we tried to encourage them. But I think the the struggles are trying to get our excitement and creative juices into somebody who's feeling completely deflated. And this year, it's just, it's been hard. We've seen companies just really struggle. And this one cookie company is is really struggling. And they, they had some deals that people were going to sign new franchises that got canceled. So those are big dollars that just go off the table. And that's really hard um, seeing that. And you just keep going, okay, how can we, how can we help them? You know, you just want to see them succeed so badly. And so that's hard.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, so Gina, you talked, you, you mentioned earlier, um, Clubhouse and TikTok is a couple new, like new or newer uh, trends, tools, whatever. What kind of trends do you see? Should we be on the lookout for right now in marketing?
2: I mean, short form video, video has been the key for the last few years. And now video content is just getting shorter and shorter. And you know, you've got TikTok with a minute, of content and you've got Instagram reels with 30 seconds of content and it's hard. It's, it's hard to be creative. And that's why another reason I think people need to get into either mastermind groups or they need to work with other mm. people. I think I see this in our co-working space, they'll get together and they'll just start brainstorming. And then suddenly they hear one person that's doing something. They go, Oh, okay. That's possible. Okay. I can do that because you really have to be creative when you're using the short form video uh, tools. They're just so much harder than write a post, put a picture. You have to be able to to step out of your comfort zone and do some things that are really different. And short form video, I think is huge. I, the buzz right now is this whole thing with Clubhouse. And Twitter is coming out with their version of Clubhouse. I think they're rolling it out to Android users first. And, and it's basically just audio. So it's it's fascinating because it's almost like a live radio show and you've got these people in the audience that you can um, click a button and they're up in the area where they can speak and share so I said it it reminds me of live radio where people are calling in and you're not seeing their faces you're just seeing their icons and I said it kind of reminds me of do you remember Blab when Blab was out so Mm -hmm. this reminds me of Blab without video it's it's audio but People are jumping on into these groups and having conversations and topics. And I think it's just a great way to showcase your expertise as a brand and say, you know, I mean, for coworking, I already jumped in. I said, okay, I need to start a group. And they call them, you could start a club um, for entrepreneurs and, and call it virtual coworking. Let's discuss coworking. Let's discuss how we work together. So as a brand, how can you create a group that would provide resources to them that would be your target market? And I think it, it could be a huge opportunity for brands right now because anytime there's something new, I'm all about jump in early, even if it's a fad and it goes away, there will be something else. I mean when Twitter launches theirs, I could see that this will I, I think because Twitter's got the resources already, um, could possibly take over Clubhouse. But who knows?
1: Okay. You know. We said
2: uh, that on TikTok.
1: Right, right. Well, and and like I, I remember my very first tweet of what is this? <laughs> like, what is this? right. Yeah. I think that is was my first one well,
2: here. Now what? Yeah. Right. Who's
1: and out? that was back in 09. They, they it was less than a year old. And like yeah. I thought, well, I'll try it. And I was in news at the time. I'll try and build an audience for our news show, or whatever. Right. Um, and you you just never know. And I haven't. Never know. I haven't been able to keep up on everything, but right. but right. I, I I learn about it. I know people that are on Clubhouse. I you know um, yeah. So I saw a TikTok video the other day where this young lady was doing these transitions and like th- throw her, her sweatshirt and put it, it was, it was amazing it's, talent, it's the creativity. Because-
2: It's creative and it's um, very—it's a lot of work. I mean, I look at those people and I go, "These people are spending hours creating content, and so it has to be for a reason." And I always jump on just to see, okay, how can other people use this and explore a little bit? Don't be afraid to be an explorer and get out there and just play and dabble and just see. Maybe it'll never work for your business, but you can't brush things off. I mean, when TikTok came out, everybody's like, "Oh, that's stupid—it's thirteen-year-old girls, you know, on TikTok." Well. Everybody said that about Instagram too. So, you know, instead of poo-pooing things, we need to get in, be an explorer, explore the waters and just see, is there, is my audience here? You know, I always say, don't get on every platform because you really want to pick one and then nail it before you scale it. You know, get on that one platform, whether it's LinkedIn, whether it's Facebook, but you nail it there. You be, you show up every day for your audience and you provide resources, then you can scale from there. But if you're on a couple and you're really seeing, okay, my audience is kind of showing up in these other places, go check them out and don't be afraid to, To I always say, don't be afraid to make a fool of yourself, um, you know, and get on there and who cares, you know, if, if what you do never goes anymore. Some, too many people are worried about, oh, I'll get on there. No one will show up for things. Who
1: cares?
2: Great. Get on there and just check it out. Yeah, it's actually better. <laughs>
1: right, right. Be an explorer and then nail it before you scale it. Yeah. Gold nuggets. Thank yeah. you for those, Gina. So I'm going to give you an opportunity uh, to, to to spread the message, Social Connects, where to connect with you and everything else, because um, then I have another question to follow up. But where can folks who are listening right now, they're like, I want to connect with Gina Shrek. She's a rock star. Uh, <laughs> where are you and, and uh, Social Connects?
2: Yeah. Where can you hear me play my ukulele? Um, That's right. <laughs> I mean, anywhere I'm on, we are on every social platform, social K N X connects the clever, the cleverness came out, um, social connects on any social platform or Gina Shrek on any social platform as well. And, um, our website is socialconnects.com. socialknx.com.
1: social All right. Easy, easy to find. Easy so to Gina, find. As we're talking about rock stars, uh, I think of a rock star as counterculture. Maybe their lifestyle is a little bit counterintuitive. So think about this. Uh, Is there anything that you've heard over the years or advice that you've heard or maybe even given that comes off as counterintuitive at first but has a massive impact on business once uh, you implement it?
2: I mean the nail it before you scale it I think is counterculture counter to what our industry says people say oh you know create accounts on everything and I even think in the beginning I was one of those people saying you need to be everywhere so your customers will see that you're everywhere you can't be great everywhere um and so I think if you can really just show up on one platform and you show up every day and create amazing content then do that and you know on LinkedIn make sure you're getting out there and signing up for LinkedIn live because that's still an opportunity. It's, it's a frustrating one because a lot of people are still waiting to get access to it. Um, but, you know, show up with great content and be creative with your content. Don't just show up and and do the same old, same old, um, but be there and, and create amazing content there.
1: Yeah. Great.
2: Counter. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It is. It is counter. I mean, I, I agree. And, and I, I, I'm counter to the counter because I agree with you. Don't be everywhere all the time. I like to nail it before you scale it. That's perfect.
2: And don't be afraid to start. You know, some people are so afraid to start something. They don't want to do Facebook lives because I need to, I'm not that good or I need everything scripted. And you know, that's one thing you can't get great until you get started. You just have to start and then you're going to get better. I look back at my early days of, of lives and I look at my early podcasts and they were horrible um but isn't it great that you got better <laughs> so it's like yeah. no matter when you start you're going to look back a year from now and go oh those weren't that good so you gotta just get started and then yeah. you'll get great
1: right. yep 100 percent. and they don't they don't show up at the first one that's okay because you aren't that good it's fine yeah but it's fine awesome yeah. Gina Schreck <laughs> with social connects social knx.com thank you so much Gina for being a part of agency Rockstars.
2: thank you so much Dan thanks everyone
0: Thanks for listening to the Agency Rockstars Podcast. If you're an agency owner who would like to appear in this podcast, please visit legendaryleadgen.com podcast apply. Also, if you found this episode valuable, I would really appreciate you sharing it on social media. Even just a quick screenshot of the episode showing on your phone shared to social media would be great. If you truly enjoyed the episode, we'd also really love a rating in your favorite podcast player. Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening. I'm Dana Lindahl, and if you want to connect, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can also find more information about everything we're currently doing at legendaryleadgen.com.
2: Thanks for listening, and hope to hear from you soon.